Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Morning, everyone. Boker Tov. Hello to those who are joining on Zoom. Hello to those who are watching on Facebook. And hello to those who might be listening to this on the Temple Beth Am podcast. It's Friday morning. Time for our pre-Shabbat meditation. Uh, my background might be different than what you're expecting. Some of you may know I've been in a COVID quarantine. Uh, I am fine. I am on the road to health, but I'm not yet out in my normal normal part of my house or my office. So that's why my background looks like what it does. Um, but it's a it's a good metaphor for what meditation ought to be because the the background is supposed to matter less. What we're focused on is the the core of any particular moment. So uh, our meditation this morning is going to be inspired by some imagery in Parshat Shuma that really might be regaining the forest from the trees kind of a look at the Parsha. The Parsha is an architectural design of the first prayer space, the first gathering space that the ancient Israelites had, the, Mish- the wandering Mishkan in the desert. And uh, a lot of it is uh, dry um, descriptions of how to build stuff. If you're a builder, it speaks to you. If you're not, it's hard to find the holiness within the verses. But both in the beginning of the Parsha and the end of the Parsha, we have the Torah describing either inanimate or semi-animate things in a quite intimate way. So first, the kruvim, the cherubs. So are they intimate or not intimate? The, as they were built over the ark in the Mishkan, they were not animate. They were, they were, they were, they were not animatronic. They were made of substance. Um, but in the mystical tradition, the kruvim, the cherubs, have a certain life to them. But the Torah says that when you build them, you should build them, ufnehem ish el achiv, that they're faces, each of them should be faced towards its brother. So you have this cherub described as a brother of the other cherub. And what are they doing as we are looking at the, uh, the holy ark? They're looking at each other as if the space between them, the space in, 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 the, in, the, in the gap in between where people or cherubs are looking at each other, that's the holiest um, spot on earth. And at the end of the Parsha, when the screens are being described, the curtains that would divide areas of the, uh, of the, of the Mishkan, Torah says, Chamesha Yeriotiena, you should have these five cloths, Chovrot, they should be um, connected to another, joined to another, Isha El Achota, one woman to her sister. So the cherubs are men and brothers. And the curtains are women, are sisters, and they're attached to one another. There are a lot of ways of saying something can be sewn together without going to the language of one to one's sister. And again, you have the Torah speaking through the language of the inanimate surroundings of our spiritual space to suggest that it is intimacy and closeness and focus on the other where God's experience truly courses through us. Uh, this connects to French, the French philosopher Levinas' theory that 
God is most obviously and immediately apprehended in our world in the face of another. However many sunsets and majestic mountains uh, you gaze upon and how many hours you spend looking in the prayer book, it's when you're looking at the face of another in an intimate and intentional way, that's where the Holy One is. Whether you're a cherub or a curtain or a person. So our meditation, ironically, is that we're going to close our eyes so that we're no longer, no longer using our optical skills, but imagining what it means to look at the face of another, either the others who are on this call or any other, and seeing if we can find God, God there. I invite you all to close your eyes. And once again, to experience the immediacy of seeing nothing which is an invitation to see everything. The experience of closing down our primary sense to awaken deeper senses. And the experience, once again, with your eyes closed, of being nowhere because you can no longer see what is around you and everywhere because your mind can travel where it wants to. We start by claiming this position, this space, this moment, its purpose. Even if you don't have to readjust your position in your chair or your couch, claim it as some position you have put yourself in intentionally rather than accidentally. And claim it by breathing, which you have been doing by definition. But now you do it slower, deeper, with a sense of great delight and a very specific focus on the experience of the air coming in through your nostrils, the temperature of the air, the faint odor or bouquet of the air, the trajectory of the air down into your body, reaching the places it needs to go. For me, the blessing of the breathing with lungs that are working a bit better than they were. And then the experience of expelling the air, the process that you've been doing every few seconds for every day of your life, coming clear to you is a tremendous thing. Not the smallest of things, but the biggest of things.
I want you to bring into your mind's eye the last face that you looked into, the last animate face. It may have been mine. If you were looking at the screen before you closed your eyes, it may have been someone else on the Zoom. It may have been someone you encountered this morning in your home or your work. (laughs) It may have been someone you know very well or someone you just happened to pass by. Without holding yourself to certain accuracy as to whether this was the absolute last face you saw. Try to conjure the last face or a recent face. Could have been in person or on a screen, but someone you encountered in real time. Now bring that face in your mind's eye, as close to your own as your mind can do. So that the image in your mind is Uflehem Ish El Achiv. Their faces were one brother to another. Isha El Achota Chobrot. Attached one woman to her sister. And try to take in that face, focusing on both the entirety of it what that whole face represents to you and as many details of that face as you can conjure right now. Stare at this face in a way that if the person were actually there, it would be considered impolite in our society. Even though it's the very kind of staring that allows a different connection, allows a face to become a brother or a sister, allows God to emerge in the in-between.
And using the great power of your mind's eye, reverse the scene. So you are that person, whoever it was, looking at you. You are experiencing that person's experience. Looking into the face of you, a brother, a sister, close up. Seeing details of you and the entirety of you. Almost like never before. And as waves of other thoughts come upon you, gently divert them somewhere else and try to hold this holding of another's face as uninterrupted as possible, flipping back and forth between you gazing at the other the other gazing at you. Ish el achiv. Isha el achota. with nothing else in this moment coming close to being as significant as these two faces looking at one another. And when you're ready, the moment is broken, and you can open your eyes. I'll share the screen so we can say the closing meditation blessing together of the four immeasurables. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity. 
free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. And I say to you all, Shalom and Namaste and Shabbat Shalom. Next week, same time, but it'll be also live in the sanctuary of Temple Beth Am if you want to come for Daily Minion or come after Daily Minion. And that will be our routine moving forward. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.